12. Hello and welcome back to the Strong Dad Podcast, episode 32. Uh, I'm here again uh, with my strong co-host, Chris Jones. Uh, mate, you don't look a year older, which is strange considering you've had a birthday. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> mate, I, kept, I pretty much made it public knowledge <laughs> pretty, quick, pretty quick on social media. 100%. That made me laugh, that. That made me laugh, that one. I was going through your photos trying to find some... Ah, yes. Good one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, had the, the big four out at the weekend, and the weekend on the Wednesday. So, yeah, I just woke up, surveyed my surroundings, checked for grey hairs, wrinkles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, none were non, multiplied. Seemed right. to be the same as I was the day before. And, uh, what was it like uh, going upstairs? Any any difference? Or is it- no, stairs stairs all right. Strength still seems to be there. Still can't touch my toes. Um, yeah. But yeah, all good. All good. So what did you do? What was the thirty celebration? Um, yeah, well, had um, had a week away down in Cornwall. Uh, just me, me, Kate, and Fred, which was awesome. Uh, the weather wasn't particularly helpful, but I think the whole country. Was uh, under the same cloud at the, last week, but um, no, brilliant. So yeah, on the day, got up, just potting around, bit relaxed morning, nice breakfast, and, uh, and then we went like bodyboarding in the afternoon, and then nice meal in the evening. Nice. So, yeah, nice. It was quite chilled. Quite nice. chilled. Did you do that on the sea? The bodyboarding was it on the yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. yeah, yeah. I went to uh, Watergate Bay. Oh, okay. Which was just down the road. Um, and uh, yeah, just it's a little bit weird, as in, like, they just give you, a, you can just hire a wetsuit and borrow a board. Mm. And then you're just like, yeah, just crack on. Where I'm thinking, do you not need to, like, be asking questions like, can you swim? Have yeah. you done this before? Do you want some help? <laughs> and I'm thinking, I can't swim. I sink like a stone. Fred's <laughs> never been in this, never done this before. So we're relying on a five foot one, 55 kilo woman to save us both if we get in trouble. <laughs> so how did Fred get on with it? How did he do it? Mate, he just cracked on. What a ledge. Yeah, mate. There's, he's, he's, where, where, what do we do? On the, on the Saturday. So Kate's, um, Kate's been desperate to go wild swimming. Yeah. Don't ask me why. But she just had it in her head. She, she'd been doing it. She won't want to do it for ages. And uh, she did a bit of research and found this um, this rock pool near where we were. Mm. That when the tide goes out, it's like a big old, it's like a swimming pool size rock pool that people go and get in and, and whatnot. So she's like, let's, let's go and do this. And I'm thinking, hmm, a, a bit cold. So anyway, wait for the tide to go out, get up in the morning. It's absolutely lagging it down. I'm just waiting for the tide to go out. And eventually, rock pool appears. Right, that's it. And then, you know, you're looking down at your three-and-a-half-year-old kid and you're thinking, mm, got to climb down this cliff face or all these rocks to get to it. I'm not entirely sure I was going to, like, it's going to be cold. Da, 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 da. So I'm going to know what to do. And I eventually said, look, you want to do, you want to go wild swimming, just crack on. Like, go and enjoy yourself. Go, go and do it. It's what you want to do for ages. Take the dog, go swimming. And she's like, yeah, okay, we'll do that. She got down, got in, and me and Fred are at the top of this 
sort of because it's about sort of 50 foot, 100 foot probably. Yeah, um, big, big enough. It's big enough. It's, yeah, so yeah. I mean. Um, and uh, Fred just turns around and goes, Dada, I want to go in. Oh. I'm like, you want to go in the rock pool swim? And he's like, yeah. I said, are you sure, mate? Like, it's going to be a bit tricky getting down and it and it's going to be so cold. It's going to be the coldest you've ever been in your life. And like, I couldn't believe he turned around and he went, Dada, this is the only chance I've got to do this. I need to do this. And I was just like, uh, <laughs> right. Okay. We have to do it now. <laughs> now we have to do it, yeah. So so he got his wetsuit on, got his life vest on. I stuck some budgies on and uh, away we went. Was it cold? It was freezing. freezing. I tell you what, for any bloke that gets the snip, don't need to have an operation, don't need to go to hospital, <laughs> get in this rock pool when it's cold. Wow. Wow. Gone. Literally you, gone. Gone. Yeah, just not 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 shrunk, nothing, just gone. But to be fair, after that initial like, oh my god, I'm gonna die, yeah. after a couple of minutes, you're like, oh, okay. I get why people do this now, all like Wim Hof kind yeah. of stuff. And I was yeah. like, and after a while, it was like not quite pleasant. And then like you realise that your your son's turning blue and he's shivering and are you okay, it's mate? Okay. Like yeah, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. I don't want to get out. It's like yeah. mm, you need yeah, to get out. So I'm getting a bit worried. I'm getting a bit worried here because there's two things we've done the same today. Just talking to you. One, I did kayaking on the weekend. Mm. Um, well, it's supposed to be bodyboarding. Sorry, paddleboarding, which is what which is very unusual for land mammals like ourselves. And two, we've just broke our microphones, haven't we? Just before we've uh, come on yeah. air. Because because it's a <laughs> high high class yeah uh, podcast. So we've actually broke our microphones. But yeah, I did kayaking on the weekend. Same thing. Right. Felt Where'd fresh. Uh, so obviously Bolton, the Anderton Centre, which is uh, okay. on one of, one of the reservoirs opposite the Go Ape in. Uh, Riverton, mm. but yeah, mate, really good. It was, it was strange because Sunday morning, super cold, rainy, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. I'm mm. going with clients, and but yeah, it was like not as cold as I thought it was going to be. Like I was touching the water, like going, hmm, this is this is all right, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then one of the, the other trainers, uh, Nicole, um, I'll be honest, she's not normal. She's not a normal human being. She decided <laughs> that um, she was going to flip everyone out of the boat. So we was all out of the boats. Um, so, yeah, good fun. But I felt fresh as a daisy after it. Yeah, like you say, you can see why people open water swimming and all that stuff. 100%. It was like mega, like, got out and then there was like, um, you know, one of these like mobile butty vans. Yeah. Just like, right, bacon butty, coffee, you can have hot chocolate, job done. Yeah. Feels class, though, doesn't it? And you've been in the cold and you get yourself in. <laughs> oh, it's mega. Yeah. Mega. Oh, mint, mate. Mint. Yeah. So I think that kind of leads us into today's podcast, if, you, if you're still with us after our uh, <laughs> after our intro, is um, cold, dark nights are here, isn't it? Winter's here. It's like it's yeah, happening all of a sudden. Coming. It's it, Winter's coming, Chris. Winter's coming. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure when, when I left to go down... It was like pretty warm mm. and sunny. Yeah, yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden it's like, oh. Come back to a different climate. <laughs> yeah, so I suppose with that, it's uh, bulking season. It is bulking season. You put your budgie smugglers away. 
<laughs> you get your mask gain. You buy your mask gainers. Yeah. <laughs> Start benching everything. But yeah, I think what we'll do today is we're going to break it down, like bulking versus muscle building, the mm. myths, that type of stuff, where to go with it. Um, hey, we'll even talk with some nutrition as well today, won't we? We'll Oof. break the nutrition down. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it simple. It's, you know, it's simple. It's very simple. Simple wins. But um, have you done it before? I know we've probably done it. I mean, you were a bit different to me. Like my this time of year was my preseason, as it was your mm. um, actual season. But season, I, yeah. this time of the year was always season's just finished. Um, six to eight weeks of yeah, let's just put some muscle on before we go back for the preseason. So yeah, a lot of memories flood back this time of year of cold, mm. dark, and lots of eating, but. Um, what's your kind of experience of like bulking or muscle building or winter? Like what was the, um, I don't know, what was your methods to it, if any? To be fair, I'm, I'm good. this is like a, a bit of a crap answer, but I've always been like a bit of a creature of habit. So yeah. I've not necessarily changed what I did mm. with regards to training and, and nutrition around playing rugby and stuff like that to help support that. I may have changed a few bits like Friday night, Saturday morning. Yeah. That, it was just, it's just the same old standard stuff, you know, like adequate protein source, each meal, you know, plenty of green veg, carbs around your training. Yeah. The only thing I did swap, I started drinking Guinness in winter. That was literally, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was maybe the only difference. What was the reason just after games? I just like Guinness in the winter. I don't like drinking it in the summer. And I don't it's know a, why. Yeah, it's thick in it. It's a bit more of a yeah. Yeah, yeah it's but, not like a corona, you know, not not the disease, <laughs> the beer. Well, oh, no. <laughs> no. I, I suppose yeah. For me, like I've just yeah, quite just keep it simple. But I suppose with most people, like when like when it starts to get cold and wet, it just it goes all the way back to being like caveman, cavewoman, yeah. doesn't it? You know, and you like you start looking for more sort of hearty meals. So yeah. it gets this guy more like casseroles and slow cookies, yeah. and, which are mint, by the way. Yeah. Um, you know, less less salads and whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And, and so you like your, 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 your sort of food choices change a little bit. Your, your sort of energy output might not be as high because those walks you tend to do on a nice like summer evening or early morning when you're peeking out the window and it's like three degrees and lashing down you're like yeah i'm just probably not going to go out right now gonna go for a walk right now yeah it's yeah very true but uh, yeah you, you, you're gonna see it on all the kind of supplement websites now aren't you'll probably see bulking season or like you know yeah, it's, people it's, overdo it, don't they? I think. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a little fallout or sort of offshoot of so what bodybuilders do. Mm. Like, I'm not sure why they follow the seasons of the earth in terms <laughs> of growing big over winter and being lean in the summer. I don't know if it's got anything to do with wearing your budgies on stage or what. Um, but yeah, it, it tends to be like. Yeah, grow big over winter and look lean in your budgies in the summer. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, mm. 
Yeah, summer body's gone, and now it's like, oh, it's going to be Christmas soon, so we might as well. <laughs> and the whole sort of mentality, like, oh, Christmas market's around the corner, mm. I'm going to have my clothes on, it's going to be dark, you know, there's going to be all these sort of hog roasts and extra beers and nights out and stuff like that. And the whole sort of mentality can change. I mean, like, you know, we've both been training people for 10 years and Chris, I've always found Christmas is a funny one to keep all the clients. You can't, it, it's, it's always tough to keep them on track or you've got to ask, you know, that's probably the wrong terminology. It's more, you've got to change, looking to change the parameters a bit because you know, people are going to go out, they're going to enjoy themselves. Yeah. You know, they're going to probably eat different stuff to, to what they have been doing. So, you know, you manage accordingly and maybe mm. so you sit down with clients, look at expectations, like what, what do they want to get out of it? Yeah. You know, again, education around, you're probably going to be in more calories. Can we get more energy output somewhere or looking at food choices in itself, swapping, swapping you know, things out that, you know, that's a good point that it's, I think this time of year, like, especially leading towards Christmas with people and clients, I kind of really start getting to like compound movements. And I don't know where that's why, like, like you say people are in and out or like they're in for a session. So we try and get all the compound movements in. And I don't know whether that's, you know, so what we mean by combined movements, like you squat, you deadlift, you bench press, you, you know, all the big ones. And I feel like sometimes I might have a session where I've not seen a client for, a week, a week and a bit because they've been doing some mad Christmas stuff and all of a sudden you're like, well, we need to get some big movements in and we're not. And I mm. think, you know, more bang for your buck, all that type of stuff. I mean, we're always doing that anyway, but especially leading towards Christmas, I find that, yeah, I kind of gravitate gravitate towards that type of style of kind of training because, mm. yeah, you might see people less frequently. Yeah, it's almost like a subconscious thing, isn't it? Mm. Where you, and then you start to sort of add some sort of flesh to the bones and you're like, okay. Or you might like front load and back load your sessions around before and after Christmas. So they, yeah. they're doing more during like before and then they've got sessions in the bank for afterwards. So they've got something to come back to and, and still have a focus because, you know, we've all been there. Like I say, I've just been for a week, all inclusive. It hasn't been all inclusive, but it felt like it. <laughs> yeah, sort of eating and drinking sort of, however you want, whenever you want, you're not training. Mm. And then you sort of get back into the gym. It's like, oh, I suppose the best pack of top to train. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, when you go Lanzarote, I'll just put some running shoes in. Won't use them though. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You know, so it's just little things like that. Um, but yeah, I suppose like when we say bulking people, yeah, there is a difference between looking big putting on muscle isn't there yeah and there's a lot of i've spoke to a lot of guys rugby lads people coming to the gym it's like oh bulking and as soon as you say that word i just go uh mm. does that mean you're just eating loads and you're just trying to get math and it's like you're gonna do so much you're gonna store so much body fat and real yes to build muscle, you might store some extra body fat, but to bulk yeah. just means you're just like going all in. Um, I, I mean, if you're fairly new to lifting weights, you can build muscle and you can lose body fat at the same time. I mean, even some experienced people, but 
Especially as soon as someone says bulking, I just be like, are you serious? Oh, and they're like, yeah, they're like, they've probably read it somewhere. Oh, I'm bulking, like. Yeah, well, their, their favourite Instagram model has been like, oh, bulking season is here. <laughs> like, but what is it? What is yeah. I think it comes. I think it comes from bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah, like, 100%. 100%. Bodybuilders go from because they see like when we spoke to Sass when he's mm. on stage, like you said, he's walking through airports, like having no idea what's going on, like <laughs> depleted, and he's literally starved his body, so there's nothing left. So when you see him from that to eight weeks later, where he's trying to build a little bit more muscle, he's now filled out, might have stored some body fat, and. That is probably you know eight kilo heavier or something because his muscles have got a load of glycogen in him and stuff like that. So he does seem like he has bulked as opposed to a normal yeah. everyday forty year old Dave who works behind a computer all day. Yeah, it's a very different bulk, isn't it? Um, and and to be honest, unless unless you are that way inclined or an athlete where you need to do this and except excuse me etc. I there's just no need to do it. <laughs> Love it. It's, I, I just, I just don't see the point. I just like if you're doing something that's getting you results, stick at it. Like if you're yeah. enjoying it, stick at it. Okay, and and going like okay, bulking season. It's not right. I'm going to have an extra three thousand calories a day. Mm. You know, introduce some more calories to what you're doing at the minute. You know, extra an extra five hundred calories. Have an extra meal per day. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to be like, right. I've got my mass gain three thousand shake with seventy four scoops, and you know, I've got my nine meals prepped and stuff like that. It's like, like I say, if that's not your life, like there's a purpose to do that. There's no point if you are a Dave, a Karen, whoever who has a full-time job, family, enjoys going to the gym three, four times a week, might do like sporting hobbies at the weekend. Why? Yeah. It, it sort of popped in my head as soon as you said that. I think like generally, if you're training weights up regularly, if you're not trying to get stronger and build muscle every session, what are you doing? Hmm. If you've got maintenance in your head, you're doing absolutely nothing. You are not getting any because if you're not getting stronger, you're getting weaker. If you're not building muscle, you're probably losing it or yeah. trying to build. So, like you're saying, just have this switch because it's bulking season means I'm now building muscle. Um, is not the way to go. You should be your, your nutrition will dictate changes in your body weight, not necessarily your training. There's more things we can do, can't we? Obviously, with you might lean towards a bit more running or whatever, or you're not lifting. You might add an extra weight session in because it is getting dark and you're not going to go out for a walk and then you might get to the gym more. So yeah, there is things, but I think we spoke before we even come on recorded, like I just said on the mess, you know, like first and foremost, it's getting dark, really dark quick. It's cold. <laughs> People need to focus on health first. And that means the first thing, I think even before you even look at bulking, getting bigger is going, I need to, look at my health first. Like I put a message out to my clients this morning, just going, oh, I was literally sat at my desk this morning having a coffee going, it's pitch black outside, never used to be. Vit vitamin D. Like, um, do you know what the NHS guidelines for vitamin D is, by the way? I don't actually. Uh, I Google, I Google. So they recommend from four, four year old up, you have 400 yeah. IUs a day between October and March. 
Now, to me, that is just ridiculous. So you're telling me that a four-year-old can have 400 IUs a day and me and you should have 400 IUs a day, which is international units, which is around about 10 micrograms of yeah. vitamin D. So I always say, I say to clients, around about 1,000 IUs a day, which is like, I have the, do you have vitamin D? Do you have like to take it? I, I take like multivit, so don't take yeah. specific Ds. Yeah, I have um, like drops, you know, the vitamin D drops. I do like, oh, four, yeah. I do like four drops in a shake or I'll do it in a drink in the morning. Don't taste of anything. That's about a thousand I use a day. Um, but people worry about the toxicity levels of it, but it's something like 10,000. I think for it to be toxic, it has to be like 10,000 I use a day for about six months. Hmm. So I'm not saying you, sh you should overdose some vitamin D, but definitely yeah. get it in this time. Yeah. I thought your time was looking good anyway. <laughs> yeah, I've got some bed upstairs. <laughs> yeah, looking very pale this time of year. Going, ooh. Yeah. But yeah, definitely start with vitamin D this time of year. Yeah, 100%. Mm, yeah. Definitely. And like, um, like you say, casseroles, get all the vegetables in. Let's think about that before you oh, honestly, think about I, I, I look forward to this time of year, especially on a Sunday when I can like get out the slow cooker from storage, dust it off. And I'm like, mint, right? Yeah. Just going to throw loads of stuff in, eight hours, go for a walk, nice walk out in the cold, couple of pints, Guinness, and yeah. then home for yeah, uh, that. Whatever's, whatever's been cooking for eight hours. Yeah, it's a great opportunity, isn't it, to get loads of veg in? Yeah. Um, here's another thing as well I'm going to add in with, I know I said we touched on nutrition a little bit, we're not going to break down all the, the calories and stuff because you can go on the internet and do that. Let's not bore everyone with that. Let's be honest. You know, go on the internet and do a calorie calculator if you want to find out your calories and eat a sufficient amount of protein. But like, if you want to build muscle, your stomach has to be able to absorb nutrients. And if you've <laughs> been smashing it all summer, you know, kebabs and beers all summer and really hammering it your stomach's not in a great position to absorb and all them nutrients so in winter like you say is a great time to go veg 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 hide it in a load of gravy or whatever you need to do just yeah. get it in and like build up your like good gut bacteria so you can actually absorb and fix the stomach i think it's the first thing which is a good thing to look at this time here what's your favorite um slow cooker recipe oh the, um it's like a, a sausage casserole Oh, yes. I'll, uh, I, I, it's on social media. Like, it's on one of my posts. So, yeah, it's mega. Yeah, I remember that, actually. Yeah, you did it last year. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, love it. Just, like, lo loads of, like, good quality sausages, loads of veg, a few pulses, mm. nice, like, tomatoey, like, barbecue tomatoey sauce. Yeah, and bang it all in. Yeah, 100%. We'll do a Strong Dad's uh, cookbook. <laughs> yes. Guinness. Bang a bit of Guinness in that. Well, you know what? Do you know what? They used to prescribe a pint of Guinness or stout to pregnant women. I don't know why I said women. Obviously, women are pregnant, not blokes. Hey, you never but, know, mate. You never know. It's 2021. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they used to, because of the iron in the, in the Guinness. <laughs> Genuinely, like Google it. I was just like... That's fascinating. Wow. You know, and like... And now, like, if someone who's pregnant is like has a small glass of wine, they'll get like, like the odd sort of disconcerting look. And like, I know. Oh, 
Ooh. Yeah, what, what are you doing? Well, funny story, going off tangent, a friend of mine um, basically had a child a few weeks ago. Uh, his wife didn't know she was pregnant. She went full term, um, woke up in the morning, felt a bit dodgy. Um, had, had the kid in the afternoon. I, right. I have, <laughs> I've had this conversation with a few people. How does that happen? How? I have no idea. I have no idea. They were in, and here's, here's the other one. I'm going to put the cherry on top of the cake. She plays ice hockey and roller hockey, and that weekend she was in France playing roller hockey. That's brutal. <laughs> I know. It, it is brutal. I know. And baby's fine. She's fine. Absolute. I was just like, no, so she literally woke up in the morning and thought, hmm, feel a bit dodgy here. Yeah, she was saying she had some like she thought she was having some like gut issues anyway throughout the year. Didn't really, you know, was kind of going around in circles with it. Um she's dead active anyway, so she always put, put trains, blah blah blah. <laughs> and then yeah, just woke up and <laughs> so, yeah. not even showing or anything. She was a bit apparently, but she was thought one to put some weight on, two bloating, yeah, yeah, all these kind of things. So um yeah, and we're in Barbados. I was on probably six weeks ago. I'll be on the Raz as well. So, yeah, <laughs> it shows you. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to Josh and Katie if they ever listen to this. Congratulations. Um, That's mad. Uh, that you had a little girl called Piper. <laughs> Matt Bunkers. So, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. A bit of Guinness. Uh, get yourself from red wine and then you're all right. Mm. But, yeah, that's the thing to go. But uh, I was going to go into as well the mindset like you said the mindset with building muscle in bulking season yes also your approach i'll discuss the approaches of building muscle in terms of training will break down like you know do you go heavyweight do you go lightweight do you work for the pump do you go for time of the tension all these kind of things what people do um let's kind of get your thoughts on it first and then we'll we'll break it down and kind of go into it we know what you do you do loads of deadlifts but Deadlift some squat. That's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it's yeah. First of all, I suppose like I said we, we touched on it where you got to have an adequate protein source, yeah, or yeah. per day, per meal, however you want to break it down. And secondly, you need to be working with a load that will force adaption in your muscle. I will break it down to rebuild itself, to recruit muscle. So you need to be pushing yourself in the gym is probably the, the simplest way. Yeah. But that's not to say you go full CrossFit and go wild. The it's rise of intensity fitness, which is um, getting worse. Yeah, story for another day, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, but it's, it's having a, a controlled or the right program for you and with the right exercises, with the right load, time, rep range and stuff like that. And again, there's that sort of misconception around, right, you want to get sort of stronger, you go low reps, heavy weights. And if yeah. you want to recruit muscle, you have that pump, you go light, lightweight, Lots of reps. Yeah. And the honest answer is probably use both. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Use both, right? Yeah. Both both will get you stronger, both will recruit muscle. Mm. So again, that's where 
programming comes into it and making sure, like, you know, people, again, will will revert to the bro split. Yep. Predominantly. Because, oh, what are you training today? Oh, top chest. Oh, <laughs> top chest. Awesome. Cool. Right. Yeah. That's, that's that little bit what pops out on your little V-neck <laughs> when you're out. You know, I'm glad to say because I always went with that way, especially and it's when I look back to rugby days, it's, mm. it's how you used to work. So, um, like the science bit, like getting the mechanical tension, don't you, from lifting yeah. heavy. You get your muscular damage from like your time under tension. You get your metabolic stress from your pump. So, I think you can, I mean, you'll train. Like we've, we've seen your stuff on Instagram, the way you train and stuff. So, if you was to take a lower body session, and you did a heavy squat. Yeah. Five sets of five, whatever that is. You know, there's your mechanical tension, your load, isn't it? You've recruited the muscular fibers. And then I was going to, you're probably the same, would you go into your accessory work? You might do like a single leg. Um, I always do this. So for instance, I'm thinking about my Monday lower body would have been back squat, which would have been heavy, which actually was five sets of five, funny enough. Yeah. Um, builds were heavy five and then I do my accessory work which was split squat you love a split like, I love my split squat I, you know what I've done I mean I say this to a client the other day I've just got this weird thing in how strong can I get single leg just for a laugh I don't mean like one leg over the other like how strong can I get doing a reverse lunge or a Bulgarian split squat like you know I've now finished playing rugby I'm like can I just get like really strong at lunges just just cause <laughs> Like I want to be like guy in with fifties going. He's lunging fifties. What's he doing? <laughs> well, yeah, so, I, look, I do a little split I just squat. Started doing um, Smith machine split squats. Just different. Is it just minging? Oh, because yeah. I, I never really touched a Smith machine. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a massive fan of it for yeah. exercises. Um, just no, just for whatever reason. You know, I just don't think it's. It's a whole too, lot of equipment. It's a whole lot of equipment, isn't it? Too enclosed, yeah. yeah. I feel like it does a lot of the work for you. However, in the correct position, like I was talking to somebody about it, and they're like, "Oh, I should give it a go." Did so, and it was pretty awful, to be fair. <laughs> like, yeah, tough going, tough going. But split squats yeah. are anyway. Yeah, splits. I I always call them the trainer killers. Mm. So I remember when we when we started with Profit back in the day, there was always a split squat on one of the uh, first sessions you did as yeah. the intake of trainers. And there's always even one, definitely two trainers who used to flake on it every single time. Mm-hmm. You're just like, just do a split squat for 12 reps with good form. You don't have to be a hero and pick up the 50s. <laughs> just do it. And there's always there's always one or two, weren't there? You always lose one or two. Uh, and yeah. You don't see them again. The trainer yeah. killers. Yeah, I always say that to clients. Like, don't worry. Many a trainer have uh, fell into the abyss of a split squat. No. No. But... Um, what was anyway, your yeah, I was going to split squat. Um, I did a Romanian deadlift, same thing, accessory work. And then I did some sort of glute and core. But my, I've done a lot more glute stuff, so like metabolic stress or high rep. I'm going to say this now, the bands come out here. What? Uh, so I did, some, I did some glute bridges with bands. People look at me weird, and I'm like, I don't like doing heavy glute stuff. Why? I'm, I'm I do a- it every- Massive I do it heavy. I do it heavy now. Every now and then, like I will do like hip thrust or whatever. I'll cycle it in and out. But sometimes I just think I'm getting a sum, and then I like I'll finish a session with some glue accessory. Yeah, 
Yeah, but yeah, I'll cycle it in and out. Um, but I see that being, I love, you know, I, I love what people do now with glutes. I think it's awesome. You know, when you, you go into a gym now, you're seeing people doing hip thrusts and there's a lot of glute exercises, which... Not, not for the right reason, though. Exactly. What <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I just see people going, and you're like, ah, you're just flexing your spine there. There's no glute activity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think if you do use a band or if you're doing glutes the right way, it doesn't take a lot to get. That's why I do the metabolic stress stuff mm. with the glute. Because yeah. I think if I go heavy, you can sometimes fake it a little bit till yeah. you make it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Just, yeah. Just on that, talking of like exercise and stuff, the most underrated and underused piece of kit in a gym, back extension. Yes. You put that on Instagram the other week. Mm. Mint. Yeah. But again, one where you see a lot of people loading their lumbar spine. And not yeah. even touching the glutes or hamstrings. Yeah, at all. Yeah. It's the self as well, isn't it? Because it, it just a common misconception, it's not no one's fault, but when people come up into the upright position, they're all trying to be Titanic style, aren't they? Like chest <laughs> out, arms out, you know, spine curved. But it's it's the opposite way. You've got to be, what's the word? Is it concave? good word yeah concave yeah yeah, yeah. yeah sh shoulders rounded yeah chips, really yeah. and push your thoracic up to the ceiling while you're pushing your hips in but yeah again, it's just a learning thing but again a massively underused piece of kit for yeah. uh, loading your glutes and hammies and it's pretty awesome yeah it's one of the things if i had a little i don't know 100 square foot pt studio Hmm. I would have dumbbells, probably have a squat rack and I would have a back extension or some sort because, yeah. like you say, it's such a, a good exercise to have. I think the name, there you go, the name of it, someone said it's a glute extender or a hip machine. <laughs> People go, oh, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. It's like you glute bridging into the pad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. You used to do loads of those ones. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's definitely a misconception with that. Yeah, I think you put it on your Instagram, didn't you? Saying like it gets hidden away in like the, the dusty bit of the gym no one uses. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere in the, in the dark recesses. <laughs> walk around for a bit to find it. Yeah, like, where did you put it in the program? Where is it? Where's it gone? And I, I was um, I, I was having a bit of a a piss take argument with the uh, the lad that runs the gym near me that I go to because mm. they had a brilliant like glute glute ham raise. But one of the it was one of the knee, the kneeling pads, you know, when you yeah when you high up and then you go like a full yeah full one eighty and come back yeah, up. yeah. and uh, absolutely love that machine. Came in one day and it was like on the program and I'm like, where's it gone? Yeah. Oi! I was like, what have you done with this machine? He's like, oh, I've sold it. I'm like, what? Why, why have you, I was like, why have you done that? That's ridiculous. He's like, you're the only one that uses it. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I was just going to say, when you were saying the back extension, I started in Total Fitness in Walk, that they had a glute ham raise in the corner, but it was in with like all the ab equipment and no one ever used it but me. And it was like, I like, it's when I, I literally come from having like bulging discs in my back and stuff and I was building up like glutes and stuff again. It was, oh, it's golden, absolutely golden. Um, great machine. If you ever go Joe DeFranco's stuff, um, I think he yeah. had a um, 
he had like a little storage unit, didn't he? And he had like squat rack, glute ham raise. Yeah. I think that was it. And yeah. maybe had a prowl, prowler outside. But yeah, even to this day, he says that's like the number one best thing. Because everyone forgets the posterior, are they? So always train, everyone trains what they see in the mirror, don't they? They always forget what you don't see in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Especially guys. That, that's, that's always the first, the first thing to start with a client. Like when, they, when you're like, right, what do you do for a job? Oh, I sit at a desk or I drive or I'm in my car a lot. Yeah. Okay, cool. How active are you? Oh, not very. Hunched over the desk all day. So, right, mm-hmm. you're going to be tight in your hip flexors, quads, chest. A lot. And, and weak, lower back, glutes, hammies. Right, posterior chain. You're getting oh, hammered for the next eight weeks. Yeah, Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did it this morning, even with it. You know, if you're, you're kind of running out of time with a client and you've mm-hmm. got flat dumbbell press or a single arm row, you go, I'm going the single arm row with the flat dumbbell press any day, aren't you? are getting that posterior yeah. chaining. Um, yeah, I don't, I know what I mean, saying this, people say do the bro split and just train back, but it's like single arm row, anything glute related, band pull aparts, like these yeah. should be like sta- staples in your, yeah, I'm not, I don't always say this, it's like there's one exercise you should always have in your program, but is deadlift. movement you, yeah <laughs> deadlift yeah deadlift variation <laughs> we'll go we'll go, i'm gonna go back and click that uh the podcast we did when you were like i need to have a word with you about your instagram <laughs> baited you well good um but yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, good. yeah deadlift anything glute related single arm rows posterior chain break that yeah, down but just like going back to those compound movements and then if you're, yeah, if your gym time is reduced, shall we say, through festivities, Christmas festivities, or just those darker nights where you sort of four or five times a week might go down to two or three, for whatever reason, yeah, you want your compound movements, bang for your buck, multi-joint exercises that will sort of not replicate sort of everyday movements but at least you are working harder in different planes of movement to yeah. sort of elicit that sort of muscle recruitment and stuff like that yeah i said this to someone the other day someone laughed laughed at me in the gym uh as one of the trainers and i said you know you just by looking at somebody you know whether they're an intelligent trainer or not or they're an intelligent mm. person by the physique because there's a lot of big chests and big biceps knocking about. There's not a lot of big backs and solid glutes knocking around. You no. see a lot of, you know, it's very rare. When you see it, you go, he knows what he's doing. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, I respect a big back and a solid glute. I think, I think, always, the, I think always the big giveaway is the, uh, is the very, very baggy nipple-showing vest <laughs> paired up with skinny tracksuit bottoms and it's yes. like and it's 40 degrees in the gym <laughs> and a pair of them horrendous nike um bubble shoe things on yes. while they're knocking on <gasps> we'll get into that stuff on another podcast won't we running <laughs> shoes are not yeah. uh, do not belong in a weight room <laughs> yeah that's good but good <laughs> i just think about you know like 
caterpillar boots and stuff like you know like, yeah, yeah. they've just come straight off site straight <laughs> in boss <laughs> mate I see loads of that isn't it funny that every gym has that don't they every gym they're yeah. usually big short a lot of big shoulders and traps knocking about <laughs> um, but anything uh, to finish the podcast today mate anything from your 40 years on earth you want to share your wisdom with Oh, I knew you were going to ask me this. Oh, I should have prepared. Should have prepared. <laughs> but I think it was what I was saying to you the other day. Genuinely, the older I've got, the less fucks I give. Yeah. Have you noticed that's, that's not, uh, you got happier? And that's well. not, yeah, and that's more, you know, I'm, I don't have to please anyone. Like, I'm, I'm happy who I am, what I do. Like, yeah. you know, you spend all this time, all these years sort of growing up, trying to fit in. And I'm actually quite happy where I am. Well, I'm very happy where I am. And yeah. it's, it's not trying to force anyone, you know. I'm in, a, I'm in a good place with work, family. Enjoy what I do. Yeah. So, and it's just like, if somebody doesn't like me, it's like, all right, fine. <laughs> I'm 40. <laughs> yeah, I'm 40. Don't care anymore. Don't care. Oh, good book, actually. Have you read um, anyone who's listening, approaching 40? Have you read Peak 40 by Dr. Mark? I've not, no. Jubs. Good book. Very good book. Um, yeah, look it's, it's probably Audible, it. I'm a big fan of Audible. But yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Well, um, I, don't, yeah. I don't think psych, psycho, psychologically it's sank in yet. Like, it mate, it's just a different world. Forty years old now, isn't it? Like when I was twenty, I was thinking, "God, you're forty year old." Now I know lots of forty year old people. I'm like, funnily yeah. enough, quick uh, before we go, I met, uh, met my cousin when we were down in Cornwall, and uh, we were chatting away, and, and Kate was like, "Oh bloody hell!" Like, you know, you're supposed to like he's supposed to be a coach, but he's played twice this year already. We've not, not even got into October yet. I mean, <laughs> he's like, bloody hell, like, he's, he's like older than all of them, da, 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 playing all that. And my cousin went, yeah, well, that's because he was 39 when he played, not 40. <laughs> played 40 and I was like, oh, don't say that. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, no magic light has gone off overnight too. Like we did it in jest, didn't we, at the start of the yeah. podcast, but nothing just goes, oh, now I'm 40, I need to... Uh... Also, yeah. I'm gonna get middle age spread, and then, uh, but yeah, if anyone is listening and you're in the 40 to 47 year old market, it's definitely a good book. Yeah, happy days. Yeah. But again, well, not, yeah, yeah, but there's, but there's no need to change anything. It's no, because you're, yeah, you know you got the foundations of 20 years of training, just yeah, carry on, carry on. Yeah, so we're going to finish today, mate, with a very good quote I heard. And you've probably cool. heard it. We're going to finish with a quote today. Nice. Stoic philosophy. So, um, <laughs> if not you, who? And if not now, when? There's a good little quote I saw today. I was like, you know what? I like that. Throw that out there. Yeah. So, yeah, good for any situation. But, yeah, we'll leave it there today. Bulking season is upon us. I hope this helped. Or oh, you got some questions out of that. Um, I think if we topped it off, would we say don't bulk? No. <laughs> to put it in short, <laughs> don't bulk, look after your health, lift heavy, lift smart. Enjoy life. Enjoy life. Good podcast. <laughs> right, guys. Thanks for listening. That was episode 30. 
one, I think, maybe in 32, but I have no idea what episode we're up to. But um, if you do like it, like and subscribe, share it with any other strong dads, and we will see you. Well, we'll, we'll be doing a podcast. I don't think we'll see anyone, but we'll be doing another podcast very soon. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Yeah.